pregnancy in general for all women is a life-threatening experience. I don't think that society really emphasizes that. We won't want to see no more, probably no more baby boy. Nobody <laughs> wants to love basketball over <laughs> and over. What's love got to do with it? Yeah. The family reunion. Those well. are always on replay. I love you What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yours Truly Black Coffee. Again, before we begin today, please like, share, subscribe, as well as comment on our content. Critique us. Give us some some of your thoughts and words on this season two of Black Coffee. Well, Jane, moving along, uh, Tori, is it Bowie? I want to say Bowie. Bowie. Probably like David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, but Tori Bowie, the track and field star Olympian from Mississippi, died from childbirth complications back in April at only age 32 years old. The sad thing about this story is she was pregnant and hadn't been seen or heard from in days. Her body was found a week later in her home after somebody reported her missing. Um, so for those, for those of you who don't know, uh, Tori Bowie, she earned several gold medals back in, I think, was it the 2016? The Olympics, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Olympics in Rio, and then uh, 2017 World Championship. And so we wanted to lift this topic up, or lift the story of Tori Bowie up, because as we know, black women um, specifically suffer from higher mortality rates uh, during pregnancy and childbirth than other groups of women. Actually, black women have the highest mortality rate mm -hmm. in this country. Three times the mortality rate of white women. So 70 in 100,000 black women die every year during pregnancy and or childbirth. I'm going to stop right here. Jane, what do you have to say about this? Um, I think it's sad in 2023 that we're still hearing cases of Black women dying at an alarming rate giving birth. And I want to say we know why this is. It's more of the medical, how the medical industry works, especially when it comes to Black people and dealing with pain and believe in them, some doctors tend not to go with their story. And it'll lead to the um, cases like we were just talking about, Tori. Because I remember back when I was reading a story about Serena Williams and, her, and when she was giving birth and the struggle mm. she went through. The mm. doctors didn't believe her. Mind you, this woman has money. She, she, has, the, she has access to the best treatment compared to most women. Mm. And she's suffering like everybody else. Beyonce also, she talks about it too. I have personal friends who talk about who talk about 
how they be treated when it when it's time to give birth. How doctors, like I don't want to say tippy toe around them and don't really believe them or just brush their pain off as them just being difficult mothers giving birth. But it's sad that black women die higher here giving birth than overseas. Mm. Let that let that open your mind. Mm. United States is quote unquote the best country in the world, best medical access to medical medicine and everything. But black women are dying here at alarming rate compared to overseas. Wow. Y'all let that sink in your minds. Let that sink in. In the greatest country in the world, black women um, are dying at the rates they are when it comes to bringing new life into the world. Pregnancy in general, for all women is a life-threatening experience. I don't think that society really emphasizes that. You know, of course, we're so happy, you know, you will usually, <laughs> not everyone, but usually, you know, we're happy and excited when we hear, you know, our friends, our family members, our spouses who become pregnant. But women have to also put their lives at risk in order to bring a new life in the world and you're right jane there is a lot of structural and solidified racism in the american healthcare system you know how many women uh, black women in particular who are sent home from the hospital even though they insist on needing medical attention especially during um difficulties with pregnancy i mean this is just true for black people in general because as a black man and again i'm not going to step too much into this space because this, this topic is reserved for black women but even my own experience going into the emergency room a lot of times they don't believe that i'm in as much pain or have the the issues that i have whether it's you know or breathing issues or whatnot because of this notion that black people can tolerate pain at higher levels than other groups of people. And that's a very animalistic, a very ignorant, and a very disgusting mindset. And that's why we decided to really lift this up because the rate of black women dying while giving childbirth or dying, especially during the, the final stages of pregnancy, mm -hmm. has actually increased in recent years. I believe right after the pandemic, we saw a sizable increase in that number and you would think that in 2023 this would not be an issue this would not be an issue but we know besides racism it's access to proper health care mm -hmm. and we also know that the medical field does not pay attention to the underlying chronic conditions that black women are more predisposed to when it comes to pregnancy, because a lot of times, many of these women who are um, sadly passing uh, during childbirth or, or before, um, a lot of it's due to a condition called, I think it's eclampsia, which is an onset of seizures uh, in women with preeclampsia, which is a high blood pressure condition during pregnancy that features high blood pressure, large amounts of protein in the urine, uh, organ dysfunction, and um, 
fluid retention and swelling. And we know that black people typically suffer from higher rates in general from high blood pressure. But the doctors are not tackling this issue directly. Mm-hmm. One thing that's, I was really, I wanna, really want to say is, where are the, all the pro-life people? They'll be marching mm-hmm. up and down. Why are you not speaking up for, about this? You say you care about life. Why your anger is not towards, towards this issue that so many black women are dying at a high rate giving birth? This is what y'all want, right? Women giving birth. Why are we not talking? Yeah, but you're not talking about why they're not living while giving birth. See y'all, Reverend Reverend Jane is here. She's preaching. (laughs) I'm just saying it it frustrates me. You talk about pro-life, 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 but you're not talking about women who are, who, who wants to give birth to these kids, but they're not leaving these operation rooms. Why are you not speaking about that? Jane, we know the reason why. Because pro-life is only for, generally, for the ideology and the desire is for certain groups, namely many of them non-black. It's, it, it reminds me of like, you know, when we read history textbooks and um, the movements for suffrage, you know, or voting rights for women in the United States. And a lot of times, uh, whether it's the suffrage movement, whether it's the feminism movement, a lot of times this was for white women, getting voting rights for white women, getting constitutional and equality rights for white women without regard, without considering black women in those conversations. And so I'm so glad you brought that up because there are people who will be marching all day, get on TV interviews mm-hmm. all day, get on social media and preach about, oh yeah, I'm pro-life, I'm pro-life, I'm pro-life. But here we are, a group of people who suffer for decades. And let's, let, let's not forget that it's because of black women, I know this is a little bit of a, a tangent here, but because of black women, we know what we know about the study of gynecology. And the reason why I say this is because for those of y'all who don't know, J. Marion Sims, who um, was, he's usually considered the father of modern gynecology or the study Mm -hmm. of gynecology. Well, we know that he practiced on enslaved black women most Most of the time, time, without consent and without anesthesia. So we can only imagine the pain that the women had to go through in order to find out how do we study the, the female body and the female reproductive system. And so um, that was just a history tidbit for y'all. But again, these folks, and yeah, I will shame the women out there who love to say pro-life, 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 but you don't consider the mortality rates of black women when they're bringing a new life in the world. Oh, because you don't care about them. Because they're not human to you. And this is why we as black people, um, we really need to start 
encouraging more black women in STEM, particularly in fields that serve other black women? Because I don't care what anybody said. I don't know, oh, you're not supposed to have a bias in medical in the medical field. But a lot of times the people in the medical field who many of them do not look like you and me, Jane, some of them don't always harbor that equal treatment perspective mm-hmm. and vow that they should have in their work. And so when you have more black women black people in general, treating other black people and understanding and, and prioritizing the issues that affect our community, like hypertension, high blood pressure, which as we can see is, is a major cause in preeclampsia. When we have people treating these issues and lifting up these issues, we can see a change. But until then, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a very frightening experience before we we end it i'll say to women more of if you don't feel comfortable around your doctor and you feel like your doctor's not listening to you get a new one you don't owe them anything at the end of the day you gotta take care of yourself you gotta look out for yourself because trust me trust and believe most of these doctors they bias to be showing oh for sure yeah get a midwife if you don't feel comfortable they will speak for you Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you want the safety of you and your baby that's the only, that's your only priorities yourself and the baby. Yeah, it's 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 sad to see that um you know like you mentioned earlier some of these black women don't leave uh alive the childbirth room and fathers have to walk away with that child without their wives, their girlfriends, the mother of that child. Um and it's a that's an experience I wouldn't want anyone to ever have to to go through and my heart goes through goes to um all of those who do have to experience that and have experienced that and so black people black women please advocate for yourself and your medical conditions when you are in these situations because relying on the current system and thinking oh this you know doctor knows everything you know and is going to treat me and create a plan that's just for me yes there are doctors and physicians who are like that and i'm not trying to vilify everyone in the medical industry because that's not true Mm -hmm. but a lot of times if you don't advocate for yourself these conditions can slip through the cracks and then we see the issues and the the complications that many black women and just black people in general have to go through in our country and so we're actually going to have another uh like you know more in-depth episode yeah Mm -hmm. that will focus on this with some experts um who will be guests on our show because again we really want to lift this up that's the that's the point of this podcast y'all is to lift up these difficult conversations and bring to light what's going on because again a lot of our especially our young girls who are pregnant you know um many of them may not understand fully the risk that they're getting into and the conditions that they may face um when giving birth so we'll we'll end it there and you know actually before we before we do move on you know what puzzles me is in the case of tori bowie and rest in peace to her and condolences to her family why did it take 
almost two weeks for someone to report her missing. Why? This is a pregnant woman. Mm -hmm. And her body was found almost two weeks later after her death. Just imagine her, I believe she, she, they, they are estimating that or they're, they're thinking that she, had, she passed while she was giving birth. So just imagine being alone mm. and the pain that she was going through, not just from childbirth, but also the pain of whatever condition that she was dealing with, most likely preeclampsia, and having to deal with that alone, no one there by her side. When that sinks in, and how many black women have gone through that, who are currently going through that, or currently going through that, and sadly will go through that in the future until we tackle this issue, it's something that we'll never stop talking about until there is a conclusion. Hmm. Well, we are almost done with our topics on the burner for today, but uh, Jane, I don't know if you heard Tyler Perry allegedly purchased BET and VH1. And if this is true, he would be the first black American to acquire two major TV networks. Now, you know, people love to talk before things are finished. Everybody wants to be the first. We know how TMZ is. We yeah. you know how all these other <laughs> uh, pages on, on social media, they want to be the first one to release information. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Tyler Perry did mm -hmm. this. But I don't think it's complete as of yet because it's not it, like there's not been a confirmation finalized what do you think about this tyler perry and bet vh1 i think it'd be cool that it'll be the like it's been owned by a black person for a while so it'd be cool to put it back in black hands mm -hmm. um like you said often we was talking uh, on the side that we won't see no more probably no more baby boy <laughs> nobody loving basketball. Wants to see basketball over <laughs> and raping. over What's love got to do with it? Yeah. His family reunion. Those well, are always on replay. Well, well I mean, yeah, if you no. buy <laughs> I'm just saying, I think, I, I feel like they're going to be in good hands. I know, uh, I said Medea. I know Tyler Perry has a not lot. You, not you calling Tyler. Sorry. It's sometimes you, you, you see his face, you just, Medea. But I'm saying, yeah, respectfully. Yeah, no, sure. When I Tyler Perry, he has, I know he had a lot of things in his head, a lot of uh, ideas of shows. Maybe... This would give him an opportunity to put the right the pen in someone else's hands. It's okay. You don't have to write everything. You don't have to write everything. So I think this mm. would be cool to up to like bring up new writers, new ideas, put his vision to life in other hands. I think it'd be cool to see BET be revamped. Hopefully VH1 too. Maybe we could actually start showing music videos, not more of reality shows. Uh, mm. But. <laughs> Because we know what reality TV has done. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, now, okay, I know I'm going a little bit off. No, like, go ahead, preach. Music, we don't see music videos no more. We don't. Yeah. And I feel like I, that's why you still like watching BTs in the afternoon and VH1 in the morning. 106 in part. Yeah, even <laughs> MTV, but MTV is being blackballed by, I mean, blackmailed by ridiculousness because ridiculousness is a repeat 24 7 like the news. So I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm just saying it would be nice if mm -hmm. they could revamp BH1 and BET to something how it used to be in early 2000s in the 90s. Mm. 
yeah if this is this is good jane um if if tyler perry does purchase bt for one we don't want to see no reruns <laughs> we don't also want to continue perpetuating the negative stereotypes, stereotypes yeah right, of black people that's one thing i didn't like about bt especially you know in the past I don't know who watches BT anymore generally because no. right? I mean cable's not really a thing. But I think Tyler Perry can do good with this. Um, mm -hmm. Like you said, it would be good seeing music videos again because a lot of times, I mean, honestly, I hear a lot of new music, but I don't ever watch the music videos. Sometimes I don't watch the music video until like a year or two years, two years later on YouTube. You, know. you sometimes you forget they um, even have so, music videos, right? Sometimes you forget and you be like, "Whoa!" Like you just have like a different, yeah, vision of the song now that you watch it. That happens a lot of times with Afro beats. Like I'll hear like the song, and then when I actually watch the the music video on YouTube, I'm mm -hmm. like, "Whoa!" I did not expect it to look like that. But it's cool to see black creativity and black art, and that's what I would love to see on BT is revamped into um kind of showcasing that because we don't we don't really have a channel that positively or a network that positively showcases mm -hmm. black art black creativity on a large scale and Tyler Perry has a lot of influence he's a billionaire now he does because I was like the only network I was thinking about was own but then again I was like who watch your own nobody Not I really. mean well if, if if you 62 and above Oh, you. Uh, if you want to catch your your reruns of the have not have and have and not, Loki, that show was really uh, good. It was it was trash. It was trash good, but it was good. No, it was only good to you because Tyler Lepley was in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I heard you talking. That's I heard what, you talking, Jay. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like it's okay. We gonna go beyond for days, but it was good. It was not that bad. It was good. Well, I, you know, I feel like he milked out the storyline. I only, uh, I only watched a few episodes of the show because my granny uh, would call me like, JT, did you, did you catch the have and have nots? And I'm like, granny, like, you know, I don't be watching none of that. Uh, no, honestly, I, I, it started off as a good show. And then I don't know, he kind of like, yeah, it went off every, too. Yeah, it went on and on yeah. and on. So, but no, he can do a lot of creativity with. Um, the acquisition of BET and VH1. So mm -hmm. if this is true, congratulations to Tyler Perry. Um, and it's such an inspirational story. I know I have my... Uh, we have our thoughts. Yeah, right, specific thoughts on Tyler Perry and some of, you know, his content and... His vision. And his vision, put it like that. But we also can't deny that he does put in a lot of work um, and, and has put in a lot of work the past 25 years to create the brand that he has. Mm -hmm. And so there is a lot of influence to put black creatives, which now are everywhere. I mean, they've always been everywhere, but now they could be pushed to the forefront. And you mentioned something good because, you know, we talked about this on one of our past episodes where Tyler Perry writes, produces, and pretty much handles a lot of the behind the scenes behind the scenes production of his work which has affected some of the quality output and so with a network like BET again and VH1 why don't you and VH1 as well mm -hmm. why don't you start employing some you know young you know recent college grads who have you know exam good examples of 
production and writing and storylines and put them on the forefront, you know, so we can have more Shonda Rhimes, even though. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that, that's going to be another topic oh. for the day, y'all, because Jane and I, we, I, I have my, again, my specific thoughts on Shonda Rhimes. But again, we can't deny that her, her, her brilliance, right, her brilliance mm-hmm. as a uh, black producer. Um, a black woman in the industry and so yeah this could this could definitely be something huge though it probably would have to be reframed because ain't nobody turning their tv on and watching cable nowadays um, yeah. so. but yeah this, he, he did start like a good bt streaming services so we'll really see. yeah oh okay 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 well you know what hey again this could be good news but that's all that we have for y'all today. Um, we hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. I know we've had a we had a mixture of a little light and dark moments here, but again, please like, share, subscribe, as well as comment on our content. Please, uh, <laughs> critique. <laughs> like you begging, begging. <laughs> and I'm begging, uh, begging, please. Um, and critique us. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, and what topics would y'all like to hear for the summer? Because, again, we come in hard this summer, y'all. We want to really uh, bring yeah. you some enlightening content. So, again, Jane, you can, you can lead out our and outro. No, I say health as well. Don't be surprised it's your own people. It be your own people, y'all. Again, y'all learning this this season. That's going to be a, a term y'all going to be dreaming about. And this is Black Coffee. Oh, you forgot one thing. I said it. No, you you said dream. You got to say dream big. Oh, my bad. Let me start over. Health is wealth. Don't be surprised uh-huh. with your own people. Dream Don't big. Don't be surprised, y'all. And this is Black Coffee. This is Black Coffee. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Oh, baby, so